When you experience obstacles in your life, or tribulations, or conflicts, or problems, what do you do in prayer? Do you grow weary and give up in prayer? Or do you persevere and lean into the Lord? In our first reading today, from, um, we, we, we hear about this story with, with Moses. And he's journeying again through the Exodus, through the desert with, with his people. And he's, he encounters this King Amalek. And King Amalek says, you know, you shall not pass. You know, like the Lord of the Rings, you shall not pass. And, and Moses is kind of, in, he's stuck in a, in, a, in a moment and he's like, what do I do? So he talks to Joshua and they gather some troops to, to, to fight the Amalekites. And it's not, looking, it's not looking like it's gonna be in their favor. The Amalekite army is much bigger than the Israelites. But the Lord says to Moses, take your staff, go up, go up on a hill or a mountain and raise your hands and as long as your hands are raised, the Israelites will win. And we know with the staff, right, the staff represents God's power. He used the staff with God's authority in, in Egypt with the plagues. He used the staff to, to, to break open the Red Sea so they, they could cross on dry land. And God is saying to Moses, be faithful and persevere in this moment. And as long as your hands are raised, they will win. But as long as your, and when your hands drop down, the Amalekites will win. And we hear in the story, of course, Israelites, they, they triumph. Now, Mo Moses' arms, they, they got tired, right? We don't know how many hours or how many days this battle went on, but he was faithful to the Lord because the Lord communicated to him, this is, this is what you need to do. And at some point, his, you know, his arms get tired and his friends, Aaron and Joshua, are holding his arms up. It's this beautiful act of just persevering. In our gospel today, we have the widow who goes to the unjust judge and she appeals her case and says, Judge, I, I need you to help me win this case. And he, he rejects her. She's a, she's a widow. We, we hear in the scriptures many times, protect the widow and the orphan. And he doesn't even protect the widow in this circumstance. He has no fear of man or God. But what does she do? Does she give up and say, you know what? I, I lost this case. I'm just going to move on. And, and, and uh, no, she, she goes back the next day. She appeals again and the next day and the next day. So what do we do in the face of, of obstacles? Two common things that we, we do in, in, in the face of obstacles with prayer is either we think this is impossible I'm in an impossible situation. My, this relationship is falling apart. I have this, this disease and, and it's just, um, I'm terminally ill. Or something in your life seems just like it's, it's you, you, can't, you can't do anything about it. So you say, God, I don't think you could do anything either. And you just, you, you just give up and you just say, it's not worth it. Or you actually engage in prayer and you're saying to yourself, nothing is happening. God, I've, I've been turning to you day after day in prayer. And I, I just feel like there, there's no breakthrough here. And, and we're tempted to just to become weary and give up. I wanna share with you a, a story that you're probably familiar with about two of my favorite saints, St. Monica and St. Augustine. St. Monica is the mother of, of St. Augustine and St. Augustine was living a pretty hedonistic lifestyle. He was 
partying a lot. He was into some bad stuff, and he just wasn't following the Lord. Even though his mother raised him to, to love the Lord, he, he rejected it. And I'm sure a lot of you parents are, you, you have that sentiment in your heart that you, your greatest desire is for your children to be holy and, and to go to heaven and to, to be in the church. And some of you here have that experience of a, a child leaving the faith or, or just kind of going their own way and, and, and your heart breaks, your heart breaks. And it says in, the, in, in, in St. Augustine's Confessions that his, his mother appealed to the Lord in tears and, and, and in, in pain, in honesty. Now, Monica had a decision to make. She could have said, my, my son is too far gone. It's not worth it. Good luck, you know. No, she leaned into the Lord and she prayed day after day for her son to come to the Lord and have a great conversion of faith. And look, look at the impact we, it, it had on the church. St. Augustine is one of the greatest theologians. He, his, his writings are, are just so extant and, and he, he has, his developments in theology are just beautiful. Um, I recommend reading some of his stuff. It's just, it's just beautiful stuff. But what if Monica said, my son's not worth it. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not going to pray. Imagine the impact that would have on our church today if she just gave up. But she, per, she persisted, right? She was like that widow, day in, day, day in and day out. She was appealing to the Lord for her son. And he has this powerful conversion moment, this turning of his heart to the Lord. He opens the scriptures and the Lord just convicts him and says, you know, you're living a wayward life. Come to me. And, and there's this beautiful moment where his mother experiences and sees her son come alive in his faith, and they rejoice together. And this time it's tears of joy, right? And that's, that's the prayer, prayer of all of us, that to see a loved one come to the faith. Do not grow weary in, 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 in the faith. We, let, let's, let's enter into the battle with the Lord. Recently, on, on June 24th, Roe v. Wade was overturned. I'm sure you all remember this day that it was, it was the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And after 49 years of fighting in the trenches as a culture, as a church, as a people, and, and appealing to the Lord for, for Roe v. Wade to be overturned, it was overturned. I went to the uh, March for Life for the first year this, this year in, in Washington, D.C., and uh, it was an amazing experience. I, I, I'm from Ottawa, like I shared last time, and I go to our, our March for Life in Canada every year. It's in, in, in our capital, and we have groups of like 15 to 20,000 people. I'm like, this is a big group. This is great. And then I go to D.C., and it's like 2 million people, and they're saying, this is a smaller year. Yeah, everything's, everything's bigger in America, but it, it, was, just, it, was, it was just incredible to, to be there with so many witnesses and and, and they were sharing on Capitol Hill, they think, they said, you know, the, the right Supreme Justices are in place, and we think that Roe v. Wade is going to be over overturned. And they, they're like, we're confident it's going to be overturned. And in my heart, I was like, yeah, like, like this, this would be the best thing. But at the same time, I was protecting my heart too, and I was saying like, Lord, like it's, it's been so long, like I really hope this happens. But I, I, fe I feel weary in the fight as well. I feel like this has been going on for a while. I've, you know, done, I've done sidewalk counseling. I've, 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 I've been to 40 Days for Life. And, we, and we've, all, we've all been there. But the Lord prevails. The Lord is victorious in every circumstance. Roe Ro v. Wade being overturned in our country and, and abortion being illegal on a federal level is one of the greatest breakthroughs and victories in our country. 
That's how the Lord works. Right, with like Monica and, 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 and Augustine, it took years. But the Lord's saying, don't give up because his ways are greater than our ways. His thoughts are beyond our thoughts. In, 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 in the gospel today, the widow is very aware that she had a right to appeal to a judge. Now, the judge was just in an assignment. That was his job. And, and, and he just decided, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to give her, her, her decision or, and help her. But our Heavenly Father is so much more than just a person in an assignment. Luke is very intentional in his gospel about persevering in prayer. He has another parable earlier on about persevering in prayer. And after the parable, he says, even though fathers and mothers give good things to their children, how much more does the Holy Father, our Heavenly Father, want to give us the Holy Spirit? We're not just in a contractual relationship with, 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 with God. We're in a relationship of love and communion. He is our Father. We've been adopted in, as sons and daughters into His very life. And we just need to turn to our Father and say, Father, I want more of your Holy Spirit. I want more of your breakthrough in whatever circumstance I'm struggling with in my life. Jesus Christ died for, on the cross for our sins, and he conquered, he vanquished death and sin by taking it upon himself. If he did that back then, 2,000 years ago, how much more could he be victorious in our life and our current, current circumstances? Jesus died on the cross for us now to be victorious and be king. So I, I pose you this question again. What will you do in the face of obstacles? As long as, we, as long as we persevere in prayer, we're allowing God to give us that gift. But when we give up, our God is a generous God, but he's also a gentleman and, and, and he respects our wishes. Yeah, sure, he'll prevail in many circumstances, but we need to participate in that mission. We need to participate with the Lord in the trenches and, and we see how he breaks through. St. Paul says, in every circumstance, persevere, whether it's convenient or inconvenient. In our, certain, in our current circumstance here in Michigan, we have Proposal 3, which is, we know it's the bill that we're being asked to vote on that regards abortion. And if this bill passes, we will become the most progressive state in the United States in terms of abortion laws. And it's going to be a travesty. And it might seem inconvenient right now. Oh, you know, there's so much money being poured into this bill from the other side. There's advertisements on YouTube and Google, and you see big, big poster boards on the highway or whatever, and, and things don't seem to be in our favor. But are we trying to be in control? Or are we letting God be in control? Who's the victor here? God, Jesus says in, in the Gospel of John, I, ha I have already conquered the world. Now is the time to engage in that battle. With Proposal 3, let's engage like St. Monica. Let's engage like we have for the past years and see the Lord become vic uh, reign victorious in this state. Because this state is, is claimed for Jesus. Get on, get on your knees every day and, and pray, pray for, for, for our state that hearts may be changed. Get out and vote. Vote no on the Proposal 3. Tell your friends about Proposal 3. And engage in that fight. As Moses engaged in the fight... He didn't, he didn't do it by himself, but he had his friends holding his arms up. As a community, we need to engage together. It might be difficult. We might experience weary. We might experience like we want to just stop. But we will reign victorious with our Lord Jesus.
when we give him control and we persevere. Amen?